If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, I'm Quentin. Hi, I'm Brianna. And And this this is Resilient Love. A podcast about love, love, tips on life, and how to level up in your business. Let's get started. All right, so we are talking about just wedding in general, do's and don'ts, things to consider. Everybody's wedding, disclaimer, 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 everybody's wedding is their own. This is in no way to offend or disrespect anybody. However, based on being a guest and based on having our own wedding, here are a few things that we have kind of summarize and hope it helps a future bride and groom in their wedding planning. So, my husband Quentin is here with me, and we're going to talk about this. So, go ahead, babe. Let them know what your thoughts are. Give them a step one. Give them a step one. Step one is from our own experience. Uh be careful in who you hire. Do a reference check. And in doing your reference check, reference they work. How was it? Was it poor, average, or great? That's good. Um, along with that, I think when somebody provides a contract for you, you need to look it over mm-hmm. thoroughly, and if they, if anything is added, anything edited, if it's not on paper, it didn't happen. Right. And it, it needs to be fully disclosed and explained. Right. So clarity with your contracts, and have a person, like he said, that you can vouch for, that you can go back and say, well, based on what I saw that you did for client A, B, C, D, I want to hire you because of those reasons. Um, We did the family friend route, and there's nothing wrong with that because there are some family friends who are very strong and able and, and just have that foundation or that experience that can attest to their work, right? So that's the main step one or point number one we want to give y'all. Point number two. Money should always line up with experience. Yes. Again, going back to that contract, what the person charges you. Now you might say, well, how can y'all say what they charge you should, you know, should match? Well, look at it, look at it like this. We're going to make it simple for you. If you go to Dollar Tree and purchase a tablecloth for a birthday party. But you 
go to Michael's and purchase a tablecloth, you know the price point is different. Dollar Tree's cloth is a dollar. Michael's tablecloth is probably going to be about $12. But the longevity of the cloth will be from Michael's because the one from Dollar Tree is not going to last. I know that for a fact because I use Dollar Tree cloths in my stu- with my students. And it lasted us for a solid month. And now we have holes and it's stretched out, and, you know, because it's a plastic cloth. So, of course, we want you want to make sure whoever you hire, their quality matches the quantity. Okay? Quality and quantity do matter. It really does matter because budget. That's the main key for number one, your budget. If your budget has two components, right? The first component is what you want. The second component is what you can't afford. (laughs) Because you might want some people hanging from the ceilings to play violins. But what you can't afford is a CD player. You know? So... Be realistic in your planning, okay? And if somebody bless you with funds to help your wedding vision, awesome. But for real, y'all, be realistic in your planning. Be realistic with your budget. And know that you have to live after you say, I do. There is still life after I do. There are still bills after I do. You do not want to add to your bill list, which thank God we don't have to say that we do, but you don't want to have bills left over after I do. You want every bill that was related to your wedding to be cleared or paid in full either before the wedding or in your wedding month. So if you got married in August, if you didn't, if your wedding was August second, you should have all your bills paid for by August second or by August thirty first. You don't want nothing past that wedding month. That's a major, major tip. Okay, we talked about the contract. We talked about the wedding planner or coordinator, and we talked about budget. What's another aspect when it comes to this wedding planner that we should talk about, Q? Um, Get the most out of your money. Don't try to. Sometimes you can go. You can really lose money more with trying to save money. So sometimes it's just better to go ahead and, and pay for all in one, and then have experienced people that can provide your location as well as your food. Don't try to put everything as an all-in-one on a person or don't give uh, a person a task that they have not done it or they don't do it on a regular. So getting the most for your money to me is simply sometimes if you can get a location and they serve food at the same time, just go with it. Go with it. And uh, I promote, um, I'm a big promoter of destination weddings. And here's the reason why. We say destination weddings because, number one, those individuals, like, for example, a very good friend of ours when it was in Cancun, 
Mexico. Excuse me. And because of that, you literally had to budget and plan. She gave you a whole year, but you had to plan to go to Mexico. So here's a big factor about that. Those who can go, as in monetarily, they are going to go. But those who cannot, of course, that cuts down on your budget because you literally are telling people like, hey, open wedding, if you can get here. I mean, of course you have a list. Let's be realistic. You have a list. You have a head count. But after you do your list and your head count, if for whatever reason, okay, he's watching me drive, y'all. Hold on. For whatever reason, let's just say you cannot go. Well, if you have a destination wedding, you already have in your head, I get to enjoy the location of which I'm at. I get to get married to my best friend. And I actually get to have like a part two at the same destination. Or we can leave from this destination and go to another one. And those who were invited and able to come get to experience the beauty of a destination wedding. I mean, think about it. You might say, well, a destination wedding could be, I live in Raleigh, but the wedding is in Virginia. Well, no, yeah, you could say destination, but we are really talking about like a cruise wedding or a wedding in Jamaica or a wedding in Paris. Like, we're talking about locations that's not your average. Like, everybody can't just jump in a car and go. That's the locations that we're talking about. Or if you are... If you live in Charlotte, but you found a location that you really love and like, and it's in the Atlanta area, then have it in the Atlanta area, and whoever can is, make it, yeah, whoever can make it, and whoever really supposed to be there and want to be there, will be there, and those that are not, will just see it on social media. Exactly. It ain't that difficult. It ain't. And we, we like Destination Weddings because, like I said, it gives you that part one, part two. It gives you your wedding and it gives you your honeymoon in the same place. What's another point? Because we had talked about a lot of points. Um, here, here, this next part of this, um, this segment is just going to be general, you know, what we have seen. And just our opinion about things. Some more opinions, but very vague. We're just kind of openly talking to you all because somebody is ready to say I do and walk down that aisle, but you want to do it in a way that's strategic and and, and very well put together. Um, so we can tell our story now. We uh, got married on July 6, 2019 in our hometown at a local church and everything was in one location as he stated earlier so we of course had the wedding in the sanctuary and the fellowship hall area was the reception the main two points where we kind of fell short in our planning first of all we got married in four months so we did not we kind of cut ourselves short how many months eight right we cut ourselves short eight months of planning but in retrospect, I'm not mad about that. I just feel as though we should have went with our first idea, but we'll tell you that later. So we got married at a local church in our hometown. At this point, where we fell short 
is that we fell short in categories. If you go look up on Pinterest or Google wedding checklist, you will see that everything that you have to do has a category. Whether it like the bride has her category, the groom, the groomsman, the bridesmaids. You also have to make sure you have an efficient. You also have to make sure you know the actual location of the wedding. That's a that's a part of the budget. Uh, your transportation is a part of the budget, the food, the music, um, accessories, um, gifts, the cake, because the cake and the food is two separate categories, I'm trying to tell you. But nonetheless, where we fell short was music, and where else do you think we fell short? I think we fell short in music, um, Ah, sort of, kind of location. Location, location, and food. I felt like we should have did something a little bit more combination. So let's break it down for y'all again. Which is which? This right here is gonna make sense to what we said earlier in the segment. So here we go. Where we fell short, like he said was in the food, the location, and the music. Those three areas we fell short. Now, our outfits were on point. Makeup, on point. Hair, on point. Like, accessories, on point. Like, we look good. But the music and the food and the location. So, originally, Quentin and I really wanted to go to Newburn, which is in North Carolina. And we wanted to go to the, what was it called? Everybody likes to go to this place, the flame. The flame. Um, because the flame does it all in one. You get married on one side of the room, and you can have your reception in the same room. Like, literally, we just walk out walk back in, right? All in one. Well, that all in one was going to cost $3,500 to $4,500. Now, you may say, woo, a little steep. But when you think about it, everything was in that room except the music, because they didn't cover music. <clears throat> so $3,500, for, for the actual wedding, reception, food, and decorations. And there were rules and stipulations with music. So I'd say it's nice to do traditional church. Yeah. But try actually being center. Yeah, because the rules of the music, cause, you know, in a church, there are rules because it is a church. And so, but like he said, in an event center, it's more free range. And so that's where we fell short with music because we ended up um, having a singer, which she did excellent. But it was just limited because we put the music responsibility on one person. Whereas a DJ or having her with a live band could have gave the ambience, gave the room more ambience and, and made it fuller and made it more inviting. So, exactly. Uh, my husband just showed me a quote from somebody and I said, very good quote. Do you want to read it? Or? Yeah, it says, protect your marriage from the unmarried never married, can't get married, and couldn't stay married. You have to. You have to. Which is why 
This is very important. This is a one-time event, but you have to look back at the memories. You have to think back. Just like me and Quinn are thinking back for you all on this recording, <clears throat> you ha- you are going to take a, t- a moment between you and your spouse to think back on the choices that you made that led up to the wedding day, right? And those same choices you have to live with past the wedding day so you want to make sure that those are choices that you're pleased with and so to conclude this segment we just want to tell you all that yeah we fell short with location due to the fact of the church and its rules which affected our music choices which also affected our food because we gave the food responsibility to one person and this person has not been accustomed to cooking such a large for a large group of people and so it stretched them but we chose a menu that was very simplistic but yet it still wasn't a quality presentation due to the fact this person was not used to catering but they said that they were willing to do it as a package deal for us but it was something they were not accustomed to and so that really did affect the actual flow of the reception so I, I challenge and I tell anybody any um, bride or groom to really take heed to this 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 series of thoughts and how we compile this for you because we have experienced it firsthand and my husband was just a part of a wedding and and so he's seen it from the side of us planning and then on the other side just being a part of the wedding party and so we can tell you all it can become a headache it can really put stress on the relationship on the budget on just in any even in the smallest aspects of life you will feel challenged because your mindset is still in planning mode but i just want to let you all know take an opportunity to just write your thoughts out have vent sessions with your spouse let them know how you feel where you want to go and be willing to make those adjustments so that you all can have a very happy and healthy day and and, and um event is there anything else you want to tell them? Besides, keep it simple and remember, we're just trying to get married. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's all about. All the extra stuff is just what it is, extra. Yep. So, let us know if this helped. Um, we plan to do more open topic discussions. I mean, I hope you all just enjoy us just conversing with one another uh, on various topics, but this wedding planning and wedding ceremony topic is very major for us. Um, Our next segment, we're going to talk about honeymoon. Honeymooning and locations to consider. So, stay tuned for the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Resilient Love.